Monsoon, everybody. Happy May! Oh, it is May. It is May. It is May, May. the 4th be with you. That May was May yesterday, the... technically, when this airs. And yeah. tomorrow while we're recording. Yeah, because time uh... travel's weird. <laughs> we're in the end game now. Oh, no. <laughs> I... <laughs> uh, so, yes. Yeah, so, so, when we record this, tomorrow is May the 4th. When this airs, yesterday was May the 4th. So, technically, today is Revenge of the 5th. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Listen, we're it recording is. this on Friday, May 3rd. You do the math as to when you're hearing this. <laughs> the attack of the third? Ooh. I, uh, mm. A third hope. No. Um, no. Mm. We'll work on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll come up with a bunch of numbers. The third hey. menace? No. Speaking of endgames. Ends game? Endgame. Endgames. <laughs> uh, so, Stephanie, last week you and I went over all the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh Stuff we did in preparation for Avengers Endgame. We did right, and um, it's now Friday, so Endgame has been out for a week. Yep, and it is at one point seven eight billion dollars worldwide in box office numbers. I'm sorry, I think I have something in my ear. Did you just say billion? Billion with a B. <laughs> Does it, it say when when that that total was counted? Because that probably doesn't have last night's numbers, which Thursday uh, nights are huge. This is this is boxofficemojo.com, so I'm reading so this live. Last week's so it's mostly last week So it's probably as of yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Right? Maybe. Um, yeah. So probably probably as of midnight last night. So the second. Listen, it's at least it's at least including May first. Okay. So okay. we're looking at, at least less than a week in less than a week. Well, it should say on this website. It doesn't say what uh, uh, it counts up to. I just have the worldwide. Oh, okay. Sorry, oh, sorry, sorry, okay. Sorry. Um, yeah, it's it's the fifth highest grossing movie of all time already. Oh yeah, it was set twenty eight on Monday. Yeah, it, yeah. I'll, I'll be shocked if it doesn't make five billion. I, I honestly Holy will be, be surprised. Yeah. yeah. So this uh, reminds. Go ahead, finish. finish oh your yeah, shot. no, just the only movies that's behind her: Avatar, Titanic, uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens, and Avengers: Infinity War. Um, and it's probably going to beat Infinity War this weekend. I would oh, not yeah. be surprised if it does. Uh, and if it doesn't beat Force Awakens. No offense, I know y'all are Star Wars hey, fans. Hey, look, I love I love me my Star Wars, but this movie, yeah, no, it, it is more than welcome to at least knock it down one spot. Sure, sure. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to knock it down two, so. That's true. That's not how math works. That's true. Yeah. Um, so, speaking of last week's episode, I was very good at not spoiling you, anything. Stephanie, you were very good at not <laughs> spoiling anything. Yeah, it's a good thing I, uh, I wasn't here, because if I had seen the movie and we were talking it, uh-huh. I probably wouldn't have been able to help myself. Well, so here's that's, the thing, though. If you, if you, Josh, did you listen to our episode last week that I we did? I did, I did, and you guys did very well. Mm-hmm. I was impressed. Golf claps. <laughs> I, I will say that as I was watching Endgame, uh, both of us mentioned a lot of things in the episode mm-hmm. that ended up tying into Endgame. Yep. Uh, that did not spoil anything. It was just a kind of a nice reminder of like because the oh thing, hey this is part 22 yeah and the thing is though is that it wasn't even though yes we talked about it it's like yeah it's a spoiler but it's also in that first in that movie we were talking right. about so it's right. like this isn't really a spoiler but I'm sitting here on my hands going oh. yeah if you were talking about anything that was like pre-endgame it, right yeah. it's not a spoiler it's I'm sorry not, like. it's not our fault that endgame <laughs> called back to other movies yeah exactly right so yeah, yeah. But yes, no, I was I was very. People good. should fully expect that. Like, if, if you're going to the last movie of a 20 film series, and you haven't seen one of those other 20 movies, that's yeah. your fault. There's gonna be some spoilers there. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Just, just so you just know. Just saying. At least a few. So, yeah. but yes. Few. So I'm, hey. I'm really happy that I didn't that yes. I did a good job. Yes. Thank you for not spoiling the movie for me or our audience. Yay. I mean, I was, I was gonna say when Batman came out, grabbed the Infinity Gauntlet. That was the craziest thing. Dude, I've ever seen dude I, I was not ready. I know. It just was insane. I was not ready for yep. you know freaking. Put Pikachu to do what he did in well, that film. <laughs> you know, when you piss off Leonardo like that, what are you going to do? <laughs> DiCaprio never saw it coming. Well, that one either, yeah. right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. Out there on his island. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you leave Skellig Michael out of this. <laughs> Which is Luke's island. Um, so I actually have a couple of things Disney-wise. Is that the island that walks like a man? No, well, remember, remember there was the, the movie uh, that they were the, the island yeah. where he was no, like, I, I yeah, got okay, it. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, there, so two things Disney wise. One is uh, well, actually, technically they're the same thing, but they're kind of one leads into the other. So, uh, sure. if you've ever been to Walt Disney World, yeah, uh, world or specifically world? world, okay, specifically world. That's the one in Florida. That's yeah. the one in Florida. Kay. Have you been to Epcot once? 
once. Probably. No. At least no, once. No, no, I've never been to Florida. Oh, you've never been to Florida? No, no. You've been to, okay, okay. So I, They already I, have Florida man in Florida, so they probably wouldn't accept Arizona man in Florida, so I just don't go. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> I think I was like eight. Okay. So it's been a while. So everybody kind of knows that Disney, usually at the toward the end of the night, does some type of spectacular with fireworks and, sh- and stuff oh, yeah, and lights and everything. Yeah, Disneyland, yeah, too. They, yeah, yeah, they do it at yeah. Disneyland. Uh, in Epcot, they have a show called Illuminations, uh, Reflections of Earth. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, I've heard about that. And it's a fantastic show, really, really cool. I have seen it three times now. Um, and it's a, it's a really fantastic show to watch. Well, for all of you Disney World lovers that are listening that haven't been to the parks in a while or haven't read the news, Illuminations is going away September 30th this year. Oh. Are they replacing it with something? They are. Okay. That's the next thing. The next one is called... Uh, I wrote it down here somewhere. Uh, Def M Records? Because you should go to defmrecords.com and support the group that did our theme music. That was a nice tie-in. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Um, but no. You know, if they uh, change it to an electric parade like they have in Disneyland, oh. Def M Records would be great music to play on the electric parade. And now I have true. the electric light parade stuck in my head. Thanks. Uh, but what uh, about no. Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem? That's the best band ever. That's true. It is. Yeah. I believe it's called. Well, the so, Archies, though. No, they got nothing to Dr. Teeth. Sugar Sugar actually hit number one in the on the pop charts. And yeah, the Archies is a true. fake band. That's true. Like, I love Dr. Teeth, but they haven't hit number one in the pop charts. That's fair. That's okay. fair. So I believe, that, I believe the show is called Epcot Forever, which is it's pretty much kind of including the history of kind of what this park is and has become and everything like that. Okay. And including a few other things. I don't... I, I believe that's what it is. I'll have to double check and get an answer to you guys next week. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so Illumination is going bye-bye. We're getting a whole new show, and it sounds like there's going to be drones and stuff involved in it. So huh. okay. Disney's up and up their uh, evening shows. <laughs> and So that's all, all right. I got. Oh, also. I don't know how I feel about Disney being in control of drones. <laughs> I mean, they're in control of everything else. It's so. true. Also, uh, on a bit of a – we don't normally do the sad notes on here, but oh, in, in, yeah. in a bit oh, of a sadder yeah. note, we – uh, yesterday, May the second, we lost uh, we lost a very f- friendly Wookie by the name of Peter Mayhew. <laughs> that was a good that was a good impression. Thank you, thank you. So we, we yeah. miss you, Peter, and uh, hope you and Carrie and uh, are doing are doing well. May the force be with you always. Yes, mm-hmm. indeed. Yeah. So. So let's get okay. on to our topic of the day. On that so, sad note, yeah, that was almost a sadder Wookiee noise than the, holi- the holiday special noise. Like, oh, uh, <laughs> almost sadder. That's that's the saddest noise. Just the holiday special in general. Yeah. Uh, yeah so our topic for the day is uh, games on phones. No, um, no, 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 no. What? No, as, Did you as, miss, I think you just hurt us. What yeah. Did, why? What? What? No, did right, you? Jason, I, I mentioned Jason Momoa. Yeah. There's no cell phone games with Jason Momoa. There should be. Of. Is there not an Aquaman <laughs> there should game? Be. <laughs> I don't think so. Huh. There might be. Okay. But uh, no, we're we're talking Game of Thrones, man. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. That makes yeah. far more sense than games on phones. Why would you phrase it games on phones? I. Okay. Well, remember, uh, remember when we were talking about this, there was a lot of other like background noise, and it was kind of like a. Uh, yeah. Listen, production meetings get crazy. It's um, true. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I haven't seen any Game of Thrones, just those first couple episodes, so I can't. Uh, um, well, oh, then I, I guess can't. we should spoil you like the or uh, tell you like the audience, and uh, spoilers are coming. Spo- <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's May, Josh. Spoilers are coming. <laughs> um, I'm just going to go. I can tell you, we're in Arizona, wait, 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 and uh, it has snowed in Arizona at the very last day of May more than once. Okay. So, Winter can still come. Huh. That's, That's frighteningly early or really late. I'm not sure which. We should be afraid no matter what. Yeah. Um, but wait, Andy, you said you were going to go? Go where? Um, I'm going to go home and play video games so I don't, you know. Are you, are you prepping for ZapCon? I am. I'm going to go be at ZapCon all weekend, actually. Oh, oh well. Yeah. Right. Go get your, you know, get your thumbs warmed up then. I. That's not... Okay, I'm well, gonna go play with my thumbs. Well, what, <laughs> whatever you do, to, whatever game, whatever you need to use for playing the games this weekend at Zapcon. I'm just gonna do a lot of finger push-ups. It'll be, there you go. It'll be great. Okay. Are you gonna wear fingers with gloves though? <laughs> I, I, oh, maybe. You should. Well, they'd keep my hands warmer. Sweatbands and fingerless gloves. Always wearing sweatbands. Yeah, that's so. what I'm saying. But well, yeah. only one though. Well, that's that's band, not bands. I sometimes I wear two. 
I'm sure I, 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 I've seen him more enough, too. Fair <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't made that much close attention that's, to your sweatband. That's totally fair. <laughs> <laughs> that was an interesting Listen, sentence. They're they're cheaper and less permanent than tattoos. It's true. And if it's I ever decide true. that I don't like a thing anymore, I can just throw the sweatband away. If I don't like a thing that I had tattooed on me, I'm stuck with it. Yeah. So I choose sweatbands. Fair enough. That's that's fair. I'm going to go put all my sweatbands on right now. That's why I put my tattoos on okay. my back so I don't have to look at them if I stop liking them. Fair enough. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, you guys have fun talking about games and big chairs and uh, yeah. dragon mommies and stuff. And um, I'm going to go play video games and eat cookies. It's my right, favorite show Lynn. about dragon mommies. It's true. Uh, well, we'll see you next week, yeah, Andy. Have a good one, Andy. Okay, Enjoy cool. Zapcom. Hey, wait, before I go, let me tell you something. What? Yeah. Bustin' makes me feel good. <laughs> next week! Ghostbusters next week. All right. Well, yeah. So, Josh, we haven't done an episode before together. No, this so will be fun. A little, little bit of geeking out on some Game of Thrones here. Mm-hmm. All right. So, obviously, you know, I mean, big topic is the fact that this is the last season of Game of Thrones. We just had the Battle of Winterfell. So, spoilers um, are definitely yeah. ahead. Like he said, that so was not folks, just a joke. <laughs> again, this isn't the end of the season or series kind of thing. But, you know, this, this was probably one of the biggest episodes in television history. And so, we kind of oh, felt like, yeah. hey, mm-hmm. let's talk some Game of Thrones. Like, we let's can just talk. sit here and talk the whole series a little bit. Some, you know, a little bit about the books, a little bit about the TV show. So if you are worried about spoilers from either of those, television show or from the books, please be aware that there could possibly be spoilers in this conversation. Yep. There will be spoilers if you haven't seen anything yet or read anything yet. There will be spoilers. So yeah. just be aware of that ahead of time. Uh, we're just trying to have a little good conversation here. So if, uh, if you want to join us for some Game of Thrones discussion, kick back, hang out. And uh, if you feel like there will be too many spoilers for you. Come back next week. We understand. Yeah, you you, you have seven seasons. You have seven seasons to get through. <laughs> yeah, come yeah, back. yeah, yeah. Go watch a lot of Game of Thrones and then come back and talk to us. That's that. You know, that's what we need to do. Yep. But so, uh, anyway, so Game of Thrones. Yes. How did you get into the series? So when I don't know when exactly when okay well um, when did Game of Thrones officially start like when did the when did the, the TV series show or the, the TV books? show okay the TV show so I know it's the books been, have been out for a while yeah it's been about 10 years now it's been pretty Ten close oh, yeah wow. okay. you're like they, it wasn't a season every year no yeah that, no. you know with their production schedule and stuff like that yeah. especially with the whole like we have to film in winter yeah <laughs> there was definitely production delays yeah so I, I think I you know and I been wrong before be wrong again I think it's been about 10 years that the the books or uh, that the okay. show's been going on um Maybe a little bit less, but it's been, been it's pretty close. close. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just we know there was a couple year gaps in between a couple seasons, or at least a year gap between a couple seasons, and okay, you know we're on season seven, so I think mm. ten's kind of a safe safe word okay. to bet. The books, however, have been around since before you were born, I think, or at I, least that, close to. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so so yeah, okay. So the show's ending. The books aren't yet. So um, obviously, when the show started, if it, if we're if we're at it, saying that it's about ten years ago, yeah. about ten years ago, I was in like you know high school, and uh, so. I was if I was watching HBO, it's when DirecTV was like, "Hey, get HBO for a month." Okay, well, this is interesting. <laughs> this is interesting. So then you started the show when you were around in high school. I started. I read the first book. Oh, so no, I didn't watch the show in high school. Oh, okay. okay I didn't okay. even know it existed in high school. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, my bad, my no. Bad. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. So if it started back then, I didn't know it existed, be- and even if. I did know it existed. I only would get HBO every like blue moon practically yeah. with DirecTV being like, hey, here's a month free of like stars and HBO. Yeah. Okay, it's gone. It's like, oh, well, okay, fine. Um, <laughs> Gee, thanks. Yeah. Or it's like a weekend of it or whatever. Yeah. Um, I actually didn't sit down and finally watch Game of Thrones until I want to say two or three months before season six happened. Oh, wow. Mm. So you're a fairly recent convert then. I am still fairly recent. Yeah. Uh, what had happened was uh, my my husband at the time, we were we were just still dating and everything. Uh, I think just engaged. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, made the comment of, hey, have you ever watched Game of Thrones? A little and ice I, and fire and chill? Let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, he, and I'm like, uh, no, but I had heard of it by that point. By that point, I had heard of, yeah. you know, some of the, like, the big things, but I hadn't heard, like, full spoilers. Like, I yeah, heard it's there's... kind of hard to have not heard of Game of Thrones at this point. Yeah, I know, right? Um, <laughs> if you're living in the middle of, uh, you know, South America where there is no internet or electricity. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. You might not have heard about it, yeah. but 
Anywhere else? No. You've, you've probably been slammed over the face with it. <laughs> yeah, so he mentioned it, and he was just kind of like, yeah, no, it's, it's a good series. I'm like, I've heard it's good. Should we watch it? And he's like, yeah, we can sit down and watch it. He's already seen the whole series. He's already read the books. Okay. So we sat down, watched it, and I'm like, yeah, this is okay. This is okay. Around episode six in season one, I was like, can we turn on episode seven? Because <laughs> like, I was like, ready next? to stop. And I was like, no. Yeah, yeah, that, that's how they get you. The first couple, you're like, oh, okay, this is okay. I've enjoyed it. And then you're like season three and you're like, oh, crap. It's like, how did I get here? Yeah, yeah. And for those of us that had to wait in between seasons, it was even worse because we would just watch those first seasons over and over and over again. The new one's coming. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> um, well, here we go. The last season. Yeah, so. last season, finally. Last season. So of the previous season, uh, what so far has been your favorite storyline, you know, hmm. character thread? Just Ooh, okay. what, what's really, what was the thing that grabbed you, I should say? Let, let's look at that. What, what grabbed you and made you really start like, I like this, or first character that got you invested in it? So... At the very beginning, you know, the only actor mm -hmm. that I recognized immediately is the obvious one, which is uh, Sean. Yeah, Sean Bean. Yeah, Sean. Yeah, yeah Sean Bean, because I've seen him, you know, in several dozen different movies. Yeah, unless you up. watch a lot of BBC, most of the actors are <laughs> very recognizable. Exactly. So I was like, okay, I know him. That's all I know, but yeah. I know him. Uh, so I was like, okay, yeah, no, this is uh, this is pretty good. Um, I think. What really kind of hooked me was, it was some point in the middle of season one. Um, I think around the point of Robert Baratheon's death and okay. Ned Stark's beheading, okay. around there is when I was right like... Right when stuff really starts to hit the fan. Exactly. Like right around that point is where I was like... I'm sorry, what? What yeah, just happened? That's, that's about the point where, other than the stuff that you were seeing beyond the wall, that's kind of where the action started. It went mm -hmm. from a little bit less exposition, exposition in that first season yeah. to more action. Because like, you were still getting some stuff up oh, yeah. beyond the wall and at the wall and stuff like that. But in the South, there wasn't a whole lot going on. It was mostly just like, oh, so-and-so did this, and so-and-so said this, and other people yeah. did these other things. And yeah. yeah, it was like when Robert Baratheon died and then Ned Stark was beheaded, it was like, oh. Yeah. Okay. It's like, okay, we got some character development. Now let's get going. <laughs> yeah, now let's get going. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely the sparking point for me. Yeah. What about you? Uh, for me, uh, I was hooked immediately. I started reading the books uh, when they first came out because I've always been a, a big book reader. And oh, just yeah. one of those things is going through, like, looking for more books to read and saw it in the library. and went, okay, I'll try this out. And then I've been slowly reading them as he trickles them out over the <laughs> last, you know, couple decades. But mm -hmm. uh, uh, that, that was what got me. Uh, I just, I really enjoyed the books. I'm a big fantasy fan, so that, that was what got me. For the TV show, uh, I just, I really like Jon Snow. Jon Snow? <laughs> yeah. In the books, I was, you, you know. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Yeah, in, in the books, uh, I, I kind of think Tyrion's my favorite in the books because I just, oh, like, fantastic. his point of view chapters in the books are just so good. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. And Jon Snow was pretty close second along with Daenerys. Like, those, you know, the main three, I kind of feel like, are mm -hmm. uh, really good. But it just, in the books, like, Tyrion's chapters are just so well oh, written. Yeah. It's so good. Just I, it, Sometimes it kind of feels like George R. R. Martin's put a little bit more effort into those <laughs> than he is some of the other chapters, it feels like. But I, I can't really say that because he's a, he's a great author. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like he, he tends to write characters pretty well. And uh, something i got to give him credit for is writing characters that generally would be more meek and powerless mm -hmm. and showing them their character progression yeah. and, and their build-up, you know, their hero's journey and things like that. Yeah. He's really good at that kind of stuff. So yeah. that, that was really, I mean, as soon as I started reading those books, I got into them. And then when I heard there was a show coming out, I was like, oh, that's awesome. And then immediately went, how are they going to do that? There's like three books out. <laughs> so, you know, that and was here very we confusing. Are. Yeah. <laughs> and now here we are, and uh, where the show's about to end, and we still haven't gotten the next book, which we've been waiting years and years and years for. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's interesting, but... Hey, I can't complain because it, it'll be interesting. I, I kind of almost feel like he's just waiting now for the show to get done before he puts out the books. Yeah. Because he doesn't want like people to be like, oh, that's not how it happened. Or, you know, just that way the books will have their own thing and the TV show has its own light. Mm -hmm. And they kind of, yeah. kind of what it feels like to me. But so. um, as far as the show, though, man, I, I've really enjoyed what they've done with Jon Snow, like with his entire character development mm -hmm. and just everything they've done with him beyond the wall and everything. And I got to give Harrington, Harrington credit because he's perfect in that role oh like, yeah no, he just, does a great job yeah, as John he, he does an absolutely amazing job he sells that role he invests you in that character mm -hmm. um, there's a few actors in the show that really did that for their characters I feel like they've really oh, yeah. turned characters that you could eh, be indifferent towards and really like 
specifically Brienne of Tarth in the books, I was oh. completely indifferent to her. Yes. I really, you know what I mean? Other than like, it was kind of like, okay, you know, it was parts with her and Jamie like that, but I was kind of indifferent to her character. Yeah. And I feel like in the show, because of the actress, mm-hmm. she's become a more popular character. Well, not necessarily more popular, but more recognizable. Yeah. And more, Especially with her playing Phasma in the, in the new Star Wars. Well, I just feel before that even, like just with her in that role really brought that character up because yeah. it, it kind of almost felt like before that, before the, we had that actress and that embodiment of the role, like she was kind of, she wasn't a side character, but she was kind of like, you know what I mean? She was just one of those characters to link other people is what it kind of mm-hmm. felt like. Mm-hmm. Whereas now she, with the actress in that role, it feels like, okay, that, that character is its own defined yeah. kind of character. And I feel like she really, really brought something to that. And then you get some of the other, you know, some of the more minor characters and stuff like Tormund Giantsbane. That guy is fantastic. <laughs> that guy is just great. I mean, just There's so many people that just hit it out of the park. Uh, I'm having a, a, I can't think of his name, the, uh, the gentleman that played, uh, oh, Oberon. Uh, oh. Tyra, oh. Or, uh, uh, Martell. Yeah, uh, way way back seasons ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And his fight with the mountain and everything. Oh, like, Lord, that 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 fight. Yeah, oh, I mean, oh. he he was great in that role because he was one of those guys like you kind of liked him, but you kind of hated him. Yeah, like, it's like you're a complete dirtbag, but I kind of like you because you're a dirtbag. And just it's just and one then when the guys. mountains like crush, we're yeah. like. And so ah. you're like, oh my goodness, he didn't win. But at the same time, you're like, oh my goodness, the mountain won. It just, it was one of those like, yeah. it's hard to root for either side. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's, so, uh, yeah. so many of the actors have done such good, good jobs with these different roles over the year that yeah. you got to give them credit. I mean, and then you got people like uh, Lena Headley, who's an amazing actress. Like mm-hmm. she's, mm-hmm. she has made tons of people across the globe hate her. But it's because she's such an amazing actress. As Cersei? That she's able to oh, get them yeah. so worked up as Cersei that, you know, just people are like, oh, I can't stand the side of her. Yep. Because she's such a good actress that you can't so, stand the side of her. Yeah, no, so it kind was of. like the guy that played Joffrey. Same thing. I still hate him. Anyway. Yeah, people, uh, <laughs> people with a fiery vengeance hate that guy. Like, people, you can put a post a picture of Joffrey on social media and get an immediately vitriolic reaction. Like, <laughs> I so, have to give that kid credit. It, oh, it God, was, he did an amazing job, he, though. He made, he defined that character and made you hate that character. Oh, totally. Uh, totally. In the books, Joffrey, in the books, it's like, oh, God, Joffrey's annoying. But in the TV show, it's like, God, I hate Joffrey. Yeah, I know, <laughs> just, right? He was so good in that role. So, he just played that whiny little arrogant. Oh, oh so yeah, well. for sure. So for me, because um, you said like you know Jon Snow and everyone else, yeah. and so for me, the the one character that. So the, I love all. There's a lot of different characters I really enjoy. Like I love. Yeah, it's hard to narrow down because they're all so yeah, good. Yeah, I know. It really is. Like I love Jon Snow's arc. Um, I love Daenerys's. Um, I love you know. I definitely love Tyrion's. Uh, but I think, and for a while, I didn't like Sansa's because, you know, she was being the, like the little, like, I'm a spoiled brat type thing. And then as she dealt with more and more bull crap and she got older and it was just like, yeah, no, I'm not messing with Sansa now. <laughs> yeah, I, I think a lot of people would misinterpret the Sansa's story arc because oh, the yeah. way I've always seen it is that her story arc is, is almost a literal deconstruction of the traditional princess mythos. Oh, yeah, no, because she was, you know? she was like the little, you know, spoiled brat that wants to marry the prince, become a yeah, queen and, and everything. Know, she, she had the perfect life, the perfect, oh, everything yeah. was wonderful, everything. Her entire destiny was set in stone as, you know, she was going to become the next queen and everything was great. And, and, and then... She, and, and then it was just tragedy after tragedy after tragedy after tragedy. I mean... But I, those tragedies yeah. created, made her stronger and developed her into oh, her own person. Yeah. She's no longer a carbon copy of her mother. Mm-hmm. She's Sansa Stark now. She is She's Sansa no Stark. longer just yeah. another Caitlin or Catelyn Stark, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And that's the thing, though. It's like in those that's first. That's the thing from Catelyn, but yeah, no, yeah. Catelyn wasn't exactly the best character in the world either. She, it's you know, true. She, if it wasn't for her, a lot of things wouldn't have happened. That it's happened so to true. her children and her husband and things like that. So, so. yeah, no, but like I definitely agree because like you know, even like you know in those first few episodes, she was such a spoiled brat, and then after you know Ned Stark's head mm-hmm. comes off, you know she. She's still a bit of a spoiled brat because she kind of, you know, betrays her family, but then kind of goes back and forth, and then well, but then finally, you also see at that same time, like especially in the uh, the battle for Blackwater. Oh where yeah, you see that she's learning from Cersei. Yes, like just the little subtle things, like where she goes and prays 
so she can be alone. Yep. You know, things like that. Like, you see that Sansa's turning to figure things out, and she's starting to learn. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she marries Tyrion, and she starts a little bit more growth there. And, you start and to then see she her runs away. And, and, then, then, and then the whole Littlefinger thing. Oh, you just, you that, see such a, a huge character yes. progression on her. And it, I think it's honestly after Littlefinger saves her, and she's under the control of Ramsay Bolton, where... She just comes out of her shell and just kicks some serious butt. Yeah, I, th- I think it was the because uh, if you if you you watch it, the, there's the that one point where she kind of tries to redefine herself. Yeah. with Peter Baelish, where yes. she's in the veil and everything. She comes back with the dark hair and she's pretending to be like a cousin or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. You see that point where she's trying to redefine herself and almost like she's trying to Emily a little finger at that time. Yes, but. He goes ahead and portrays her as well and sells her off to Ramsey Bolton. And at that point, I kind of feel like she tries to slowly, she learned from Littlefinger. Mm-hmm. She learned from Cersei. Yep. She learned from her mother. She's learned yep. from all these people. She's, you know, she could look at people like Tyrion and say, you know, how smart and how much she used to admire him. And, you know, how, how you know, she looked at him. Yeah. She kind of see. So she took a little bit from all these different people that have been around her. Over, and now she's a force to be reckoned with within the Game of Thrones. I mean, she fed Ramsay to his dogs. Yeah, so yeah. And that was, she's terrifying And now. that was another one of those great moments oh, in, yeah. in TV because you're just, just like, okay, that was a satisfying way to end that. Like, I actually cheered, I think, when that like, happened. Because it, 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 that was one of the things I was trying to, like, how are they going to do this that's going to be satisfying? Mm-hmm. Like, because there's so many mm-hmm. people that are upset with what happened with her and everything with that, her whole ordeal with Ramsay. There were so many people upset about it and the way, yeah. way like, she was treated and stuff. So it was like, okay, how are we... How how are they going to wrap that up so that those people feel like they got their satisfaction mm-hmm. and then the people that enjoy like just the overall arcing story get satisfaction like okay that was a good way out for the character yeah, you know, for sure. like that. how are you going to balance that and I think they did perfect I think they did too so but I think my favorite character arc though is ac- and, and a lot of other people are sitting in the same boat that I am um, but it's Arya Stark because for me like in the very beginning of the series you know I saw her and she's you know trying to be one of the boys I'm like ah. Oh, I relate to this girl already because that was so me growing up because, you know, yeah. I would do a lot of the things. Tomboyish kind of thing. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, and she's learning how to fight with Needle and, you know, what do we say to the, you know, the, yeah. the God of Death and yeah. all that stuff is going on. And I think it's... Water dancing. Exactly. <laughs> um, and, you know, even her, her journey with the Hound and she's writing up the list of people she wants to kill. I'm like, oh, my God, no way. I have a list of car- like like fictional characters I wish, like, you know, would die. <laughs> as dark as that is, it's just kind of the thing of, like, every time I see them, I just hate their guts so much that it's like, I wish you die. I wish yeah, you would. And yeah. then they would. Or it's like, no, this is a kid's movie. You can't kill off this character. <laughs> um, <laughs> it would be bad for the children. Um or they get eaten by a dragon in Shrek. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, no. So uh, her and then her whole thing with the you know the man the, the no name like the no like yeah. the man with no name or whatever. Um, that by that from that point forward, I was like, Arya is the biggest badass ever, <laughs> <laughs> and I was sold on everything else she did from yeah. that moment forward. I, I think they did a, a good job with her uh, character mm-hmm. as far as, and uh, you gotta give Maisie Williams credit on that too, because mm-hmm. she's she's an amazing actress. She's really Very done talented. well with that character and really uh, helped. I think bring it above and beyond just what George has written in the book for that character as well. Because oh, yeah. we're only so far in the, her character development in the book. You know, mm-hmm. she, we're well, well, well beyond her character development in the show. Mm-hmm. And I imagine it's, we don't know for sure. You know, I mean, nobody will know until the books come out. But it's probably different than what's going to happen in the books and everything. Probably. But the way they've done it, it can't take anything away from the books. And I don't think like the no. books can take anything away from this character either. Yeah, you know, no, it's, so. it's its own thing. So I think they did a really good job yeah. with her, her so. overall character arc. But uh, I think I'm going to go to your, one of your next questions. You said yeah. something about, you know, favorite story arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a lot of, you know, really good stories and, like, just things that happen through the series that mm-hmm. have just been fantastic. I would have to say I think my favorite story arc um, – is uh, when um, John and like the ragtag team that he put together go over the mountain, not over the mountain, over the wall, yeah. and go to you know deal with the white the White Walkers and the Night King, and um, all of the memes that came after that where, they, where they're playing the eight team theme yeah. song, <laughs> like just the fact that's like okay you you grab literally the most like ragtag group of like guys oh, and yeah. just took them over the wall. 
And like that was, I think just though that that whole like adventure sequence, and then like Arya returning home and killing Littlefinger, like that was just all really yeah. satisfying. Yeah, that was good. That that was definitely good one. I, I, one of my favorite storylines in the whole thing, uh, <laughs> probably has to do when Tyrion and uh, uh, oh, I'm, ha- I'm having to bring forward on. Uh, Jorah Mormont are traveling together. Oh yes, back to Danny. <laughs> yes. Their whole dichotomy, like that whole odd that couple is also thing, really good. like yeah. that, that entire little story thread right there. Just I enjoyed every time those two were on screen together. It oh was yeah, just, that it one was, was also very really good. It was good. enjoyable. Um, him and Varys, not as much. They're still good mm, together, yeah. but I, something about those two actors just worked really well together. I oh just, yeah, they, they had a great rapport, a great screen chemistry. Just mm-hmm. so that was one of my favorites. That and then. Probably the Red Wedding, just because oh, having yeah. read the books and knowing it was coming, mm-hmm. and just everybody, it just at the time going like, "Oh my God, this is like it's coming, it's coming, it's like this next, like this next episode is going to be crazy." It just knowing what was going to happen and everybody around me at the time, just not having any clue, yeah. and getting to see the reactions from people during the Red Wedding, it was such. <laughs> It was such an interesting thing to see. It really was a cultural phenomenon at the time. Oh, it totally and just the way was. That, like everybody freaked out about it, and just it was it was well, interesting. Especially so it was one of those things like it should have been a spoiler because the book had been out for a couple of years. At that well, point. yeah, no, so but people should have known like this was coming. And so it was just so funny to see like somehow so many people didn't have this spoiled for them. And then they got that reaction. It was just, it was fun to see. So what's funny is that you say that, and nobody spoiled for me what exactly the Red Wedding was. Yeah. But they would reference it. Yeah. A lot, like, like oh, like, oh, this is about as terrifying or as tragic as the Red Wedding. And I'm like, what the hell's the Red Wedding? Yeah. And this is like, oh, it's from Game of Thrones. I'm like, uh, uh, okay, thanks. And then I finally sat down. Well, you can't explain what it is without spoiling it. Exactly. Or you can say it's the red wedding. Same with the purple <laughs> wedding. Like, oh, it's like the purple wedding is crazy satisfacting. Uh, satisfactory. But Wait, red wedding is like wedding. Here, here's the purple wedding. There's the red wedding all the way up there. <laughs> but no, um, like when the red wedding happened, though, like when we got to that episode and they're sitting there and Walter Frey is like, yeah, toast and. I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm thinking, like, okay, where is this red... Like, I know the Red Wedding is supposed to happen at some point in the series. I'm trying to figure out which characters it's going to be between... Well, just because just they call it the Red Wedding, you don't know what does that even mean. You know, like, yeah. is, it, is it red because <laughs> yeah. they chose that as their color? Yeah. Is it red because, you know, a lot of people die, which it is, which it is? or is it red because uh, wine? I don't know. Yeah, because um, I mean, you think with the Grand Salt, because it's like, okay, there's a character named the Night King, but technically it doesn't have to do with the knight. <laughs> exactly. It's snow. And, you know, so it's like, okay, yeah. 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 So it, when when, the, when that finally happened and then suddenly I started seeing, like, people being poisoned and dying and I was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> that entire episode, my jaw was on the floor. Like, I don't think I reacted like that to such a horrific thing. Um in Game of Thrones, at least, because there's 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 a couple of other like things. I think uh, Infinity War, I had like a like a ah reaction, but this was like, oh my god, what is happening? Yeah, because it and, was the the way they filmed it. It was brutal. Oh they, my god, it was. Yeah, they they did a really really mm-hmm. good job with that. I have to give them credit. Really, they've oh, done an amazing yeah. job with special effects just overall in this show. I think the like, only other than a couple little like questionable CGI things that it's like okay, they obviously ran out a little bit of money on that episode, which yeah. you can't get mad about. Yeah, no. We're getting dragons. You can't get mad at it. So occasionally, if there's something a little wonky, mm-hmm. uh, that. They've done such a good job with everything. Oh, yeah, no, that I, was, know. that that whole thing was just great. I think the only other thing in Game of Thrones where I react, had, like, such a gut reaction to um, was, uh, I don't remember her name, the little girl that, uh, Sir Davos. Oh, Marine. Is Marine. Oh, wait, no, was that her name? Was I think it? so, yeah, her name was Marine. Okay. The one that the one that they sacrificed yeah, yeah, yeah. when yeah. that happened, and I heard her blood. I was hiding behind a pillow because I was shaking so hard, like, <laughs> "No, you're killing the little girl!" No, and my husband's sitting there, like, you know, it, he's got an evil grin on his face because he knows that there's worse to come. Yeah, but he's also sitting there, like, "It's okay, it's okay." <laughs> Had a tissue and went like, "Yeah, that sucks. That sucks." That I know. Sucks. I know. Sorry. Keep watching. <laughs> Yeah, this show whole show has been so good overall. Oh yeah. Um, now, have have you read the books as well? I have not. I have no? not had the okay. opportunity to sit down and read the books. Um, I'm I'm a little weird about you know 
watching a movie reading or watching a TV series and reading the books. Mm-hmm. Um, I know with like films like the Percy Jackson series, I actually managed to read all the books before the first movie came out. Okay. Uh, Harry Potter, I am still in the first chapter of the third book, which is the only one I've read. Uh, I have not found the energy to sit down and read all the Harry Potter ones. I have no interest in them, to be so, honest. That's just... um, the only other books where I was able to watch the film and then go read, the, at least the novelization of them later, was has, has been the Star Wars films. Yeah. But that's, you know, look at me, come on. <laughs> so it, that one was, that was easier. Well, yeah, the Star but... Wars stuff, don't like, unless you're actually reading the novelization of the movie, mm-hmm. really, they'll have anything to do with the movies, so you can go do whatever the heck you want to. So, exactly, yeah. yeah. Just... And and usually, I mean, like, the novelizations for at least Star Wars, just kind of going off tangent here, like, at least the the original three films are very much mirrored in, yeah. the, in the novelization. One, two, and three flow very differently from the films. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, no. So they're, they're, I would recommend go reading them, especially episode three, because episode three flows so much differently that you read it and then watch the movie, and you're like, I kind of like the book better, but I also like the movie. I don't know which one. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, back to Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um... So, were there any plot points in the show that you've been disappointed with? Disappointed plot points. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think no. there. I don't think there really has been anything that's had me sit there and go, "Oh, okay, well, that sucked." Um, I mean, I think every. If it's if I felt disappointed about it, it's probably because okay, hold on, that story may not be over yet, or that's yeah. just the ending they can give you now. I think the closest one I could say is probably the death of Cal Drogo. Okay. Um, you know Jason Momoa's character, like, because he was such this big, you know, beastly like character, and then it's like, oh, now he's a vegetable. Yeah, it gets taken out by an infection. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, um, I feel like he's supposed to be more awesome than this. But then later on, it kind of, it was a whole thing for Danny's story, not really his. And I was like, okay, I can forgive it, but it's still kind of weird. Yeah. But that's the only one I would really consider. Everything else has kind of been pretty good. Um, Because everything else has either shocked me or, like, left me like, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, for me, the only thing that was really just super disappointing to me was how they wrapped up the stuff with, like, the Sand Snakes and... Oh. Uh, the sister from Dorne. That, like, that just made me sad. Like, I, did, I, did, I, I didn't mind like the rest of the plot when they went to try to go get uh, the daughter back and everything. Like I didn't mind any of that. It was just it was just how they ended those characters stuff was kind of. Yeah. I just felt like that was kind of anticlimactic. Like it made sense the way Cersei did everything. Like it made. Oh yeah, no, sense. it did. It just kind of felt anticlimactic. It kind of did, but at the same time, it was all. I think it was. I think it was more sad. Cause, like I wanted to see more of them, but yeah. Eh. Yeah, and the only the, the the thing that I thought was the most shocking or like craziest part of the show was when they did the explosion of the Sept of Baelor. You're gonna have to remind me. When Cersei was supposed to go back for her trial and exploded oh, everyone and everything. And killed um, everybody. Everybody and then <laughs> Uh, Tommen kills Tom. himself. Oh God! Yeah. Oh, that was so hard to watch. That was that that part because I I don't remember like cause it, I. That was the end of that's, yeah, a, that's the end of one of the seasons. Like that's how like yeah. one of the seasons end. Yeah, and and it's been so long since I've actually picked up the books because I, I've been waiting to read them again until the next book comes out. Yeah. So it's just there's a lot of things that I don't remember, mm-hmm. and it's just like that part. That's one of the things I don't remember if that was in the book or not. It's been so long since ever. It's just did they get that far? I don't think they got that far, but did they? I did, you know, so for yeah. me that was super shocking. I was just like, oh my god, I did not. Oh yeah, no, like did not see that coming. No, at no, all. no. Like I was, I was sad because I actually liked. Um, Oh god, what's her name? What's her name? Tommen's wife. Yeah, uh, uh, Marjorie Tyrell. Marjorie, yes, I yeah. liked her. I liked and that her. That actress is great. She's fantastic. But She's I so much loved fun. her grandmother. Who also so was a Marvel movie. She was. Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't. Oh she wow. She was in Captain America: The First Avenger. She, she was is. The, she's the girl that was kissing on uh, Captain America when yep. Agent Carter walks around the corner. Yep. Yeah. Oh my god, that's okay. Wow. The more you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I loved her. I loved uh, the grandmother though. Lady Tyrell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she was a great character. Oh, my God. Such a good her character. Her death was the best of the whole show. And oh, the yeah. thing is, though, I don't say that because, you know, like, there's all the satisfying ones for the people that have been kind of seen as antagonists yeah. and villains. Hers was just the best of all the good guys because she sat there and said, yeah, I killed Joffrey. Fuck you. And then, yeah. oh, sorry, my language, but <laughs> <laughs> you can bleep that out. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, she did good because she kind of went out on her own terms. Like, it's, yeah. it's, yeah, her place was getting ran over, but. 
she didn't sit there and just accept it. She exactly drank her own poison and said, hey, guess what, Jack? Guess who killed your son? It was me. I did. Yeah, yeah no. Sorry again for my language. I didn't mean to <laughs> go that but far. It, but yeah, no, that, that was a, that was a very satisfying was. way for a character to go out. That was mm-hmm. a good one. That was a good one. Especially as Jamie just stood there and went, you did what? <laughs> yeah. Like, that, that That was probably one of the more satisfying deaths. Uh, mm-hmm. When we got to see Tyrion kill Tywin. Oh, that, that was, was also a really good one. Uh, especially just because of the heartbreak he gets in right before that mm-hmm. with having to kill... Uh, His girlfriend. Um, Oh, Shay. Shay, yeah. yeah. Uh, especially with, uh, and they didn't it, go into it in as much depth in the show, but mm-hmm. in the books they go into a lot of depth of the fact that uh, he married his, the first woman he ever loved, the, the prostitute when he was a kid oh, and everything. okay. They, they go into a lot of depth about that, and he talks about that a lot in the books. So it was, you know, it was a little bit more meaningful if you'd read the books and known a little yeah. bit more about that backstory and how much it was... Uh, just soul-shattering betrayal for Tyrion to mm-hmm. walk in on that. Yeah. And just how much it would have hurt him in his soul to have to, you know, just for why he ended up killing her, you know, just in how much that would affect him and end up going and kill his father. So that whole little plot thread right there was yeah, one of the, like, that, that was, was just really such satisfying. a satisfying, like... Also, the satisf- uh, I, think the, I think the first satisfying death in Game of Thrones was the death of Danny's brother, Yes. When Which they pulled I, the, when they poured the gold on him and technically it's not he's not supposed to if he's a real Targaryen he wouldn't burn and he just well, well that's one of those things that's yeah. like they, they don't actually ever say if Targaryens are immune to fire it's implied but then in yeah. the books it's like well that was because it was magic but was it it just it, I mean because we see Danny walk out of the flames yeah. later and that's the that was the whole reference to like oh that but makes then sure Targaryen, John's a Targaryen and he gets burnt by a lantern in like the third episode so it's just it's one of those like how does it work kind of thing was she immune exactly. to the fire because of the birth of the dragons and the or, magic in that and you know they always talk about sacrifice with the fire, like that's all about Melisandre. There's always sacrifice in the fire, and each time Danny has not been burnt by fire, there was a sacrifice. Oh, that is interesting. Yeah, like there's the sacrifice of her child and Cal Drogo and walk and herself walking into the flames, and oh, then when yeah. she pushes over the things and kills everybody, she's literally sacrificing all the matrons and leaders from the Dothraki. So. It's kind of one of those. Okay, that's that's an interesting yeah. one. I had, okay. So it's it's definitely one of those open to interpretation things because yeah. they never just come out flat out and say Tarkarians can't be hurt by fire. Yeah. Because also you have to go into in the lore of the books there was the tragedy at at um, at summer was it summer home summer hall summer hall where a ton of the Targaryens and their family all burned to death in a fire. That oh. was where Rhaegar was born. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So yeah. there's some, <laughs> yeah, there, there, there's, there's some, yeah, there's, there's some plot holes there. Yeah. So in, in, you know, it's a TV show. But so. no, but <laughs> I think that was the first satisfying one because at that point, he, up to that point, he was just a yeah. jerk. And they're like, oh, here, and, gold. <laughs> it's well, like, I'm thinking about it. Uh, I have to go back and look at it. It was something I was actually thinking about earlier today when we were getting ready, you know, talking about doing the episode and everything today and talking oh. about Game of Thrones. It's, I need to go back and look at that scene where he dies again because... Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Again, if yes. you're still listening, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Battle of Winterfell spoilers coming up right now. Okay. Here we go. We're talking about Battle of Winterfell. Let's do this. Okay. This is your last chance to turn it off. I'm going to talk about something Battle of Winterfell in this season. Okay. When Viserys dies and he has the gold poured on his head. Yes. Do you remember which side the gold goes down on his face? Uh, the one that's facing the camera, I think. It was his left side, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Which side of Viserion's? face was chewed off in the Battle of Winterfell. Yo! His left side. That's where the fire was pouring out of his cheek and everything. Oh my god, yeah. I don't know if that was on purpose, or I have to go back and look at that, because it's been so, it's been quite a while since I watched that first episode. Yeah. Even leading up to this season, I watched all the other, but that's one of the first season episodes I just Yeah, I know, remember. right? Okay. I'm, I'm thinking, for some reason, it's stuck in my head that it's on the left side of his face, but... Ooh, I just, okay. I gotta go back and look at that. So, you know, so, anybody listening right now, post in the comments if you remember that off the top of your head. Just, it's, uh, yeah, I gotta go back and look at that because so, that could be another one of those interesting parallels and just, you know, oh, one of those yeah. things that they go back to because the dragon bearing his name. So, yeah. Missing that far, part of his face and everything. So And speaking of uh, the new season, I think uh, there's only three episodes right now. There's yeah. three more to go. Yeah, three more to go. Um, I think and they're all about the length. A little, they're what, like five minutes shorter than the one we just got? No. They're all about, like, feature-length film length. Yeah, which is about five minutes shorter than the one we got. Well, the one we we got was, like, an hour and 30 minutes. Like, these are, like, predicted to be about two hours. Oh, I thought they were all going to be, like, an hour and 20. No. Oh, wow. Like, this is, like, full-on, like, two-hour long. Wow. See, I figured the battle one would have been longer than the other. 
<laughs> I mean, it is it, according to the creators of Game of Thrones. This is the longest, you know, filmed battle. Oh sequence, yeah, yeah. Like, Which ever. I mean, it's almost a full solid two hours of battle. It like, is. I mean, just yeah. it's insane. So, but uh, why don't we talk uh, the new season? Yeah, I mean, let's get up there. We're talking a little bit of a, a, a character development and everything. So let's get on to uh, some of these finalized character developments yeah. that we're getting here in the show right now. So um, the first episode, which is when everybody finally comes yeah. together, and really the first and the second episode. Probably should have just been one double-length episode. I, I I think it should have as well. Because it kind of feels like they split up one episode. If you watch yeah. them back-to-back, back, it really, really feels like it's one episode split in two. Oh, yeah, no, I, d- I definitely agree there, but I also kind of like the way they did it because it very much shows, okay, here's us gathering the forces, and then here's your last night together before yeah. every thing's going to hit the fan. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's it, the moods are different between you, the two, but they could have just flowed right into one. How do you so. feel about the reunions with characters? We had a lot of a lot of reunions I, for this final season, a lot of story buildups. Oh, we yeah. had, you know, we got Brienne and Jamie coming back together. Yeah. We've got the Stark kids all coming back together, yeah. finally in one place again. Yes. We've got uh, <laughs> Danny and all of her crew reuniting with the people of Westeros, the people of Westeros going, oh my God, there's a Dothraki horde here. We, you know, we've got yeah. so much reunions going on and, and so then, many new characters yeah. introducing to like we had some of the first times characters meeting each other like Danny and Sansa meeting for the first yeah. time things of that nature and then you know we have other characters that we've loved forever like Davos Seaworth getting that screen time with uh, you know Jamie Lannister and, mm-hmm. and Tyrion and some of these other characters and so yeah. it, the, it, it, there was a lot of that going on what, what, what was your favorite of the reunions which ones did you enjoy so of like the reunion esque scenes um, I definitely enjoyed the reunion because <laughs> it made me laugh um, of Tormund Brienne and Jamie. Oh yeah, because like it was like kind of like one after the other type thing. It's like okay, Brienne and Jamie have their reunion, and then because you know she stands up for him. Yeah, and then Tormund coming back and be like Brienne, smack <laughs> like the whole anime yeah. thing where like he leaps at her hearts in his eyes, and then somebody smacks him to the ground like just every time <laughs> I, it, that, that moment when he he and uh, oh I'm having a I uh, can't remember the the last. Of the Night's Watch guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Edmund. Is yes. it Edmund? Edmere? Ed. Just Edmere, Ed, I think. It's Edmere. Yeah, but they call him Ed. Yeah, Ed. Um, when he, he's coming, he sees John, and they're walking towards him, and just comes out the side, and <laughs> tackles John, and gets well, like, well, it's like, here, Ed and John are going to have this like reunion yeah. hug. You're Bam! Like, this, this, what? Oh, <laughs> the, first, you know, the first three, the last three. You know what I mean? These are our first three of our, our Night's Watch that we really, you know, Followed got to know. And, like, and, yeah. and they're the last three of the Night's Watch. Like, okay, they're getting the reunion, and then here comes Giants Bane out the side hatch. <laughs> yep. It was a perfect I moment. I think Tormund and, and then, any of his reunions were fantastic. Yeah, and um, then his eyes, the way he lights up, where's the big woman? <laughs> Just, <laughs> he's so, so good. He's so good. But I think my favorite, and this is one that, again, a lot of people were probably anticipating, was the reunion between John and Arya. Yeah. And that one was just really interesting because he's like, how many times have you used it? Three. And it's like, oh, you don't realize how many other people she's killed, though, without needing to use that sword. But it's still like, uh, it's it's still really kind of like satisfying because they don't realize how, in a way, how more powerful and stronger they fe- each other well, yeah, become. That, that one I thought was an interesting one because we have two of the, probably the two most badass fighters. Oh, yeah. In all of the Seven Kingdoms. Yep. They're t- next to each other. They have probably the closest relationship yep. of any of the characters in the show. Mm-hmm. And neither of them knows the other one anymore. Well, yeah, no, because they're completely like different in yeah, their skills they, they and everything. They both had such an insane journey. Oh, yeah. Both of them on separate heroes' journeys. Yep. Equally of importance and you know, everything. Mm-hmm. And they're both coming together at the same time. And them kind of looking at the other one like, oh, yeah, this is just, you know, it's my older brother, John. He's just being a worrywart. You yeah, like, know? like you're, you're still like some, you know, like weak little kid. And he's still going, and you know, hey, it's, it's, my little, <laughs> it's my little sister Sansa. You know what I mean? It's yeah, my yeah. girl. Like, how you doing? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, just this little sister. So it was interesting to see that dichotomy. Like, yeah. just them both kind of not giving each other enough credit. But yeah. But at the same time, still having that admiration and respect for each other. Oh, yeah. Their brother and sister, and they love each other. So that one was very interesting. I really enjoyed yeah, that one. that one was and, good. And also the foreshadowing that it had with her sneaking up on John, and it, you know. Just oh, also, also. So um, I know we're not there yet, yeah. but uh, Jamie's kind of like before the queen type thing, and everybody's there, and uh, and uh, Bran is sitting in the wheelchair, and he just and he says the line, "All for love, isn't it?" Or like, oh, yeah. or, or the what? The things are, we do for love. The things we do for love. You gotta and do Jamie it, Brando, just. You gotta go. 
The things we do for love. And then Jamie just, <laughs> the things we do for love. And Jamie yeah. just looks over like, yeah, I'm sorry. That, that look of like, <laughs> oh, crap. He remembers and I'm screwed. Yeah, cool, because the last <laughs> thing anybody had ever said about Bran Stark to Jamie was, when, was he, when they reported, or when Tyrion tells him, no, he doesn't remember anything. Oh, yeah. That's the last time Bran Stark has ever mentioned or Jamie ever mentions Bran Stark again. Because he said, like, he didn't remember anything, and now that he's yeah. a three-eyed raven, he remembers yeah. everything. Oh, yeah. How, how's the, you know, though he woke up, how's he doing? Oh, he doesn't remember anything. Yeah, that was the last time that they talk about it. And then here he is, he's seeing him again, the things we do for love. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, I'm in trouble. But at the same so. time, like, it doesn't matter anymore. No. I mean, uh, he, he, I mean he can get in trouble for pushing Bran out of the thing, but as far as anything else, it doesn't matter if I mean, he was sleeping with Cersei anymore because all their kids are dead. Yeah, no, and, so then, and I think... It doesn't matter if there's an illegitimate heir because they're all dead. Yeah, and I think the, the Bran, not really forgiving him, but forgiving him in a, at least enough to be like, we need all the men we can have, we need the help. Yeah. That's why I didn't rat you out. Yeah. Plus... I'm not like that anymore because I'm the three-eyed raven well, and yeah, I'm emotionless. He's, yeah, he's not Bran Stark anymore. <laughs> Bran Stark would have probably cared about it, but oh, yeah, three-eyed no. raven doesn't care anymore. No. Because there's implied that he's now every three-eyed raven that ever lived, so... Yep. So. He, you know, personal concerns like that don't matter anymore. So what? So now, I guess, now that we've kind of had like the reunionary episode kind of talking about it, what was your favorite part of the kind of like this is their last night episode? I feel like everybody kind of has the same, anyway, from what I've seen online, it's the Brienne getting knighted. I mean, and oh, literally the Knight of Seven so Kingdoms amazing. with the title of the, yes. the episode referencing back to the book about her, what is alluded to being her grandfather in mm -hmm. Sir Duncan the Tall. Uh, you know, just that that whole same correlation there. And then mm -hmm. Jamie getting to do it. Yeah. You know, kind of like the only way he can ever say, I love you. Yeah. Really? Because this you know. is, I mean, they, they, if you watch like the behind the scenes thing that's after the credits, the guys were talking about how, you know, she doesn't understand that she's actually in love with him. Yeah. But. And I don't yeah. think he does either. Yeah. Because he's had such a screwed up conception of what love is. Because his sister. His sister. Well, and his father too. That's also true. I mean, his father basically let the Mad King take him in as. You know, yeah. take away his air. So there, there's a lot there. Jamie, you know, he doesn't really have a functioning, healthy mindset no. when it comes to love and relationships. So the fact that he did that for Brienne, I think, is about the best way he could express something like that. In oh, the yeah. way he would know how to, like, get over here. Let's do this. You know what I mean? It's stupid. Yeah. So, so. I thought it was great. It was good. And then as soon as it told old yeah. Tormund standing up and clapping. <laughs> Oh, also Podrick. I didn't realize that actor had such a pretty singing voice. What can't Podrick do? Uh, apparently, he apparently can do everything. Nothing. Like, and then uh, it was great because the uh, the memes that popped up after that is like, is that what he did in the brothel? Did he mm. sing for him? <laughs> is that what it was? Oh yeah, because there was the whole thing in the brothel of how like he went away with the yeah. women, and they're like, oh, that they was fantastic. Back to coins, like, you're supposed to give the coins to the girls. They wouldn't take it. <laughs> Grabs a chair and brings it over. What we did you do? <laughs> we need details. Explicit details. So, so I mean. Did he sing? He might have. Possibly. And now he's a good fighter. I mean, Podrick's turned into a little badass there. He is. He is. I'm excited to see more of Podrick. But, yeah. um. And, and so, like, who's going to be the next, you know, heartthrob Game of Thrones? Is it going to be Podrick? Or is it going to be our blacksmith friend that Arya seems to be, uh. So what's interesting is I saw the memes of the two of them doing it. Yeah. And then I saw the episode, and then it I happens, and I'm like, this is weird because I in my I was kind of off-put by it because I've been watching her since she was a child in yeah, this role. Yeah, yeah. And in the books, it hasn't been as much time as it has for the actors in the TV show. And you know what's also... So she's still technically, like, only 14 years old, so it's... But yet, no, it's off putting yeah, a little bit, but I understand, like, she's a 21-year-old actress, like, she, uh, yeah. it's, it's not in real life. Weird. Yeah. It's just... Seeing that character, it's, yeah. just, it's just it's so off-putting for that character. Like, and just... here's the other interesting thing that I realized later on is that out of the two Stark girls, Arya's the only one that's actually had sex. Sansa's only been raped. Yes, this is true. This is true. Sansa hasn't actually properly had sex with someone. She's only been raped by people. Yeah. And so that's that's an interesting thing of like... She's like, yeah, no, that that scene was weird. Yeah, I didn't even but at the think same about time, that. I was all, it's not, it's not, yeah, I didn't even think about that. It's true. It was weird, but at the same time, it was also like, 
you know what? I ship it, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And actually, it holds a little bit more weight towards when she tells Tyrion, you know, of all my husbands, you were the best of them. Like, yeah. He literally didn't touch her and said, I'm not going to unless you're comfortable with it. Exactly. Like, he was, you know, super, super as gentlemanly as you can be in a forced marriage. And the man <laughs> was the man was the one who would touch every woman in the brothel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The biggest whoremonger in the Seven Kingdoms, and he's like, no, not in, no. Because uh, he knows she's a child. Yeah, and he exactly. Knows that, yeah. He did the right thing, so. Yeah, he did. Um, that was interesting. That was interesting. Yeah. And I like Arian Gendry. Yes. Uh, and I like the, you know, the whole allusion to the very first episode, I have a son, you have a daughter, let's join our houses. And you then, know, and then ding, ding, ding. here we are again, you know, getting um, this final season and there we go. our houses are joining, so. Yeah, they are. Kind of. Um, I think probably one of my favorite moments of that reunion-esque episode is um, when Podrick is singing and we're seeing everything that's that's going on and happening. Yeah. And one of the moments is Sansa sitting with uh, Theon. Yeah. Yeah, that and was it, a, that was it was because she's the because he's the reaction only. when he got there yeah. surprised me. I didn't expect that. Like Neither I did expected I. her to be like to be happy he was there, but not to like almost in tears and running up to him to hug. like that. I didn't expect that 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 alludes that she may have had like feelings for him a long long time ago. Well, what, what's what I think it was is also an allusion to in the books. I can't remember if it was in the TV show if he mentioned it all, but in the books, uh, in Theon's POVs, like he talks about how he had thought at one point that uh, Ned Stark was going to end up marrying Sansa off to him. Oh, like that's that's what he thought. Okay. He, he kind of had thought in you know in the way things would end up, he would be married to Sansa. Because he was friends with Rob and everything else, and like, and he wasn't thinking of the fact that he was basically a prisoner there. You know, yeah, because they, they didn't treat him like a prisoner; no, they treated yeah. him like their own son. For the most part, they still treat. Well, they treated him about like they did John. Yeah, Catelyn was better to him than she was John. But it's true. you know, it would, you would have been in the same kind of dichotomy. You're not a, one of our sons, but you're we, still a member of the family. We're it, still going to treat you right. Yeah, the Starks. You know, you're, our, you're my ward. You're not my son. Yeah. Uh, so. So, you know, it was interesting for that. So I thought that was kind of like a tongue-in-cheek reference to that a little bit. But mm-hmm. it, it was nice to see that. that, And that's another character that got a great character arc, too. Because he was one of those characters that it was so easy to hate him. So oh, yeah. easy to hate him. Well, I mean, like, at first everybody kind of liked him. And then when he betrayed everything. Yeah. That's when it was like, dude, you're, and even you're a jerk. Him getting tortured and, you know, him Becoming getting castrated and everything. Yeah. Like, it was like, at that point, nobody, there was no sympathy. It was like, oh, no. well, that's what happens. Dick. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> like, um, it's, you get what you get. And, and then, you know, his whole... And then slowly, you start to, like, feel bad for him and feel worse for him yeah. as he turns into Reek and everything keeps happening to him. And and then he gets comes his re- back from it. He gets because his Because his sister. And he, well, and then that point where he refuses his sister, like, you just... There were so many low points for that character. Mm-hmm. It was nice to see him come back from that and to, to get a high point. And the way they sent him off with Bran telling, you know, you were a good man. Yes. Perfect. Yeah, no. And now... Now I think it's time to talk about the Battle of Winterfell. Yeah. The big battle. Since yeah. we're almost, you know. Yeah, we're, we're almost out of time here, and we don't want to spoil too much because yeah. there's little things. But, but uh, fantastically, well, like, oh, yeah. a lot of people complain it was too dark. I don't, I, I don't know. I didn't have a problem tracking anything. No, I, uh, I was able to catch I everything. I play a lot of dark video games, though, so that could very well be a factor in it. And it's something I was talking with one of my friends about. He was like, I couldn't track it. And I was like, if has to do with like people to you know who knows yeah but a uh, great show or uh, great the the opening scene when those the Dothraki yeah, and the, the flame swords <laughs> like seeing them all light and go up that line and everything and just like Sansa like watching it go by that was so neat. and then watching like from the distance as they run and then yeah, slowly and then, start to fade and that's that shot where it's Danny and John up on the hill and you're seeing that entire horde going yes, across with the fire so and everything cool. kind of making that V formation like it was so neat and then just just What's interesting is that so even though it did seem like a teeny bit dark, that's only because the, the ha- when we, we were watching, we had all the lights on, so we turned yeah. all the lights off. Um, it made it more horror-like, just because you couldn't see what was happening. It's yeah. like, oh, okay. I, um, but my, my biggest problem with the entire Battle of Winterfell was I feel like John would have done things much differently mm-hmm. because the last battle he fought on that field, he did. He would have fought that battle much, much differently than what they did. I, I think just because of the heavy cavalry aspect of it and yeah. what happened in the Battle of the Bastards, yeah. And knowing there's no heavy cavalry on the dead side, yeah. Th- I don't think they would have wasted the Dothraki like they did. I think they would have held the Dothraki back, had them charge at the Unsullied, and then as they're on the fight line of the Unsullied, you have the Dothraki come from the sides and just run over everything. 
yeah. The thing is, though, yeah. you're, you're, I, I don't think but he was doing looking, a lot of the planning. Yeah. I think it was and a, then, yeah. But, you know, that's also looking at it from a side outside perspective and things like that. And, you know, yeah. they're, they're fighting the undead. It's, it's not, true. you know, we can sit here and criticize because we've watched <laughs> 8 million different zombie movies. We're not in a medieval society fighting a foe that we've never fought before and have hundreds of years of traditional battle strategy. Mm-hmm ingrained into our heads. Exactly, yeah. And then they also has to run into the factor of... That Danny uh, is probably doing well, some And then planning. the Unsullied are going to plan for themselves. And other people, are, you know, so it's like we've got five different armies and we have to have them all work together in one. So, yeah, it, it would have been a lot of logistics yeah, things there. But, but um, it, it, was, it was a great episode. I loved watching the special effects and it were great. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that shot. The uh, dragon fights. It, yeah, the, the shot of the dragons, like when they go up in front of that moon and everything. Oh, it's just so pretty. Such, so such amazing. And, and and the visual of that spot where the storm is like curling and uh, yeah. uh, Drogon's like going through and breathing down the fire. And just that storm is lit up from yeah. the dragon fire on the ground. That, that, man, that was so cool. Mm-hmm. Also, you know. We didn't get a lot of characters, so a lot of characters died, but we didn't get a lot of major character deaths. Yeah, that was the, probably my one critique with the entire episode, like really real criti- critique, like yeah. honest, like yeah. this is the one thing I didn't like, was they built up so many characters to die. And then they only killed then, like three? And they weren't, like other than uh, Jorah, there weren't any really major deaths. I mean, so there was Jorah, there was Theon, there was and Theon, Leanna Theon's Mormont. not a major death. Huh? You know, it's Theon. He's not a major death. No. It's Theon Greyjoy. Jorah, he's pretty important he to Danny important. and everything else. Like, yeah. Theon might be a little bit important to Sansa, but nobody else gives a shit about Theon. So it, he's not really a major death. But it was a nice, you know. Ed, Ed. not really a major death either. No. Like, for us, yeah, but not really. The Little Bear, not, like, it was epic. It was mm-hmm. epic to see her her little Take on a giant. Just screaming and running <laughs> at the giant. That was so cool. I love that actress. She's fantastic. She, yeah. But... Again, not a major death. She's a minor character, you know. Just but people are still sad to see her. People love her, yeah. yeah. But she's it's still not a major death. She we're not talking about a major player. One of the people that's actively Melisandre, um, Melisandre the, the red wo- the red woman. Yes. She did die, and yeah, she's a major we, character. We fully expected that, though. That's we ex- true. She said that she was going to die there, like she was going to die at the mm-hmm. battle. You know, we yeah. already knew She'd that. She'd die at the dawn. Yeah. At, at, by by, yeah, by, by dawn, dawn, she'd be dead. Yeah. And, and sure we enough, fully expected dawn. that. Yeah, and that was also really neat the way they did that too, with her walking out, taking off that necklace, and then kind of like dusting away a little bit. Yeah, I thought that was really that well was done. very nice yeah. ending for her. Um, yeah, no, I think. They're, obviously, they have a reason behind it, meaning yeah. that there's still more that has to be Which done makes with me the battle with Cersei. Be a ton of deaths coming up. Oh and yeah. <laughs> one, two of the characters I expected one of them to die this last episode was either Jamie or Tyrion. Makes me wonder if Bronn is actually going to kill somebody. Maybe. Because neither of them died. Neither of them died. Perfectly fine. It's true. Tyrion's kind of developing a relationship with Sansa again, mm-hmm. questioning his relationship with Daenerys. She's kind of questioning his loyalty a little bit. Is, we're going to be setting him up for a big fall here. Yeah, I know. We're going to get a lot of deaths. But I will say, I think we have had... A, so, I think out of all of Game of Thrones, I think the most satisfying of deaths are between two different deaths of Ramsay Bolton and Littlefinger, as well as uh, Joffrey. Those three, yeah. are the, those three are the big satisfying deaths. Oh, yeah. Those three are... Vi- oh, I think yeah. even though the Night King has been built up and built up and built up, I think his death was also really satisfying, especially because Arya is like, yeah, and then just full on raise it, drops the yeah. the, the knife, and then you know yeah. gets him and in the ribs. It was also nice that foreshadowing from last season with that yep. whole move, everything like that. It, you know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of little nice foreshadowing, and yep. I also think like the people built up the Night King too much because for the TV show, like it was mm-hmm. it's a character for the show, and they kind of had to have like the personification because there's so much I'm extra close. narration that goes in uh, to. The books and yeah. explaining the others and the long night and everything else. So, or, you know, just everything that it goes into, the, you get a lot more explained. So, you don't need a central bad guy. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it can be an overarching, overarching evil, not just one character. So, But it was still really satisfying yeah. to watch her just kind of be. It like, was perfect. It was perfect for the TV show. It was exactly what it they was needed exactly to what do. They needed it was to exactly what they needed to do. Exactly. And so. uh, we're, we're going to close it on this because I'm, I'm curious to see if other people, how they feel about it because there's something that I found yesterday. Oh, what'd you find? I had you listen to it. Oh, yes, you did. <laughs> I was uh, asking for the audience more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, what, what we did was uh, somebody had posted something on Twitter, and I looked at it, and I was like, I got to look that up because you know, I can listen to it, and I got an audio equipment here. Um, at the end of the episode, when John stands up, mm-hmm. squares off with Viserion, yeah. and screams. Yeah. When I watched the episode, it just I thought he was just kind of screaming in impotence because uh, he does that, and then we see the spot where Arya kills the Night King. Yeah. Well, going back and listening to it and boosting the audio, 
he screams three times. Not like a ha, yeah, it's yeah. like a ha, ha, ha type yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. And without trying to say what it is it was, I, you know, just tried to let a couple people listen to it, and a couple people all kind of told me they heard the same thing. And he's either saying go, 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 or no, no, no. So it's either go, 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 as in the sense he sees Arya running to go take care of the well, Night King. Well, that's the question. Is he? Is or, he seeing Arya? Or was he yelling at somebody else in the courtyard? Was he yelling at the dragon to go? Like, kill him? Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's such a weird thing because it, it sounds distinctly like an O sound at the end of okay. his screaming. So, it's, I don't know, it's weird. Like, did he see her? Was there a plan? Let's, I look forward to this episode that's coming up because I want to know, like, did they, did John already know what was going on? Did he see her? Was this part of their plan? Like, was the end plan, like, whoever can get to the Night King? Did it matter if it was John? Like, just, yeah, exactly. so many things. So, and so it's interesting. And then the other thing that I want to bring up from the episode that I think, uh, to me, I saw it one way and other people didn't, and I'm curious to see if you saw it this way, and if not, think about it. Okay. Is uh, when the Night King... It's, turns around and sees John running at him. Yes. Right? He just kind of stops, he turns around, and it does his raise the dead thing. Yeah. I kind of feel like he did that to get away from John. I think he did. Because John Snow's the one person he's ever seen kill a White Walker. Exactly. He has the one weapon he knows can kill a White Walker. Yep. So why wouldn't he be like, screw that? Get him. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That's totally what he did. That's totally yeah, that's what he did. I, I kind of say, a lot of people were like, oh, you know, just why didn't John get to fight him? Because the Night Walker or the Night King ran. That's the way I kind of saw it. Was, well, here's he didn't the, like run in fear. He just was like, "Screw that! I don't, I don't need to fight you." Exactly. I don't need to fight you. I know, I know you're a threat. Yes. So I'm going to eliminate the threat and go. Exactly, because his, because his, because like Bran says, he is the target because yeah. he has the he has the brand on it from the you know from the Night King. So it's very obvious that no. Yeah, no. He's like, yeah, no. Yeah. I know you're a threat, I know you, and I know you can kill me, and we can stand right here and fight, but I would lose yeah. at some point. Well, and that's also, why I not I just like, raise the dead? You deal with them. I'm going to go kill the yeah, Thread Raven. And this also kind of feels like why the White Walkers weren't part of the battle is because he saw their strategy. They yes. tried, They already killed the White Walker to kill the other undead. Exactly. And they straight up point at him when they're out there capturing the other white and, like, kill him and you kill them all. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure he saw that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's staring at him. He saw them point at him and, like, kill him, you kill everybody else. So he kind of knew their plan, and he probably has green sight, so he knew, like, okay, my guys have to stay back so we can just use all these dead guys and kill everybody. Yeah, and They that, have weapons that can hurt us. Why would we, why would you walk into a room where somebody's going to hurt you mm -hmm. if you knew they were going to be there when you could go around the room? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He, he was being, he was, he was being smart and strategic yeah, yeah, about it. Yeah, exactly. So, so. I don't know, interesting, but uh, everybody give us your thoughts. Let you know what you think about Game of Thrones this season. If you have any theories, anything crazy going on, we'd love to hear it. You can always uh, do that on our Facebook page, Twitter page, Instagram page. You know where we're at. It's Atomic Monsoon or Atomic Underscore Monsoon on Instagram. Obviously our Gmail, check out Redbubble. We are on YouTube, so check us out on YouTube. Yeah, Subscribe, yeah. please. Definitely do that. And, um, uh, and, if you have YouTube Premium, you can download our podcast on there, there and listen to that way as well, as well as voiceamerica.com, iTunes, everything like that that you want to. Mm -hmm. So I think we'll have to see what happens in these final three episodes. Obviously, a lot of death is going to happen, and someone will be sitting on that throne by the end of the last episode. Maybe. Maybe. My throne might be melted by the end of the last episode. That's also possible. Who it knows? Might, it might be a new throne. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good grief. Who knows? I look forward to seeing whatever it is. All right, everybody. You have a wonderful weekend. And remember, winter's coming. May the fourth be with you. 